from alligator belts to patty mints. I be that smoothest, smoothest. So how do you figure that Atlanta don't be pulling them tricks? The southern playlistic tempest up in this. Now my focus up on that track, complimenting that wickedness. See, one is for the money, two is for my nigga Jack. Taking that, taking that boat, they got big bits and Cadillac. My guy is in my lap. So what you wanna be starting now? I'm pissing up on Jeffrey's Dharma Gray. That crack was fat. Too close for comfort, too close to home. Too close to be playing your boy. So hey, why don't you get your own? As long as I got this legally, people see that we can be on top of things without causing another, nothing sorrow. I know it seems it ain't enough to go around, but keep on holding on like good demo, cause it's a better day tomorrow. That's all I can say. Can't tell the future. Tomorrow's another day, but today they just might shoot you for your ride. Your pride high, better be out your seat. Quick and snap it with a happy face before you bleed. Ask me if that material is worth your life. I don't know about yours, but if so, you're smoking pipes, right? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting sitting across from me, E-Man Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we're here. We're back for episode 81. I call this the Kobe number just because... Kobe pulled 81 up, points up in the game. Oh, so, man, I forgot yeah. about that. Good good, good memory. <laughs> well, anyways, that was uh, Benzer Beamer to kick off the podcast with by Outcast, and I'm kind of floored by that, honestly, because I've never heard that song until today. Um, I saw a Big Boy post on his Instagram page that this song came out 26 years ago, and um, it's it wasn't ever on an Outcast album. It was on a soundtrack to... New Jersey Drive Volume 1, which is a movie that I never even heard of either. I guess it was a movie from 1995, um, and the album was released on Tommy Boy Records. But it had a huge, like, the guest list on this album was crazy. It had Coolio, Heavy D, uh, Keith Murray, MC8, Lords of the Underground, Biggie, Outkast, Queen Latifah, Redman. Um, yeah, a bunch of people. And the producers were Puff Daddy, Eric Sermon, Easy Mo B, and Marley Mall. So that's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that soundtrack out. But yeah, it's funny when you go look it up on searching uh, on the streaming platforms. They only have the like edited video of it. They don't have like the actual song to play, just the video. So that's what that was. But uh, yeah, that's what uh, I got. E man, how you doing this week, bruh? Doing good, man. Uh, it's been a lot. It's been a long week. You know, I was here. I was in the studio yesterday working on a bunch of shit. So yeah. I feel like I just like I never left. <laughs> like I left my like headphones and my water bottle and a bunch of shit. I feel like I leave here. something here every time I'm fucking here. <laughs> it's either a computer charger or a phone charger or some stupid shit. Yeah, man. Uh, that uh, just working a lot. Uh, yeah, it's been a really good week, man. I actually, I really can't complain. Like, yeah, things are things are good. Shout out to shout out to my cousin, by the way, uh, BJ, who got married recently. Oh yeah, shout out yeah. your cousin. Yep. Um, yeah, man. I tell you what, I feel like I have a whole new like found like happiness after having the vaccine. I just feel like better you know not like healthier or anything like that i feel like just mentally better like oh man i could go and like maybe start living a little here and there again like so i mean i just come to the realization that to go to concerts or movies or any cool shit like you're gonna need the vaccine probably coming this summer for sure that's why we got to get on our black market vaccine cards (laughs) shut up why'd you just say that out loud why the fuck would you even say that out loud that's how we're gonna take our idea (laughs) allegedly (laughs) <laughs> you already know that those shits are in the work. I saw that they were selling um, 
actual black market vaccine shots for five hundred dollars okay, a piece. Actually, like if you <laughs> actually buy like a black market vaccine, <laughs> you're an idiot. You know what? You deserve whatever side effect is coming to you. That's just Darwinism at its finest, right there. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like water and saline solution or something in a syringe. <laughs> But um, anyways, I guess we can kick it right into the beers this week. And just since like you when people up were getting them. like the fake ass shots and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah. get like the side effects. Yeah, or I getting remember, like your teeth done in like a apartment in Brooklyn. Or you something ever like watched? That. Uh, remember a thousand <laughs> ways to die? Oh yeah, that show was hilarious. I remember I saw like a lady get like fa- like fake. It was like fake collagen, like for like a breast implant. Oh, I forgot. I, don't but do I, think that. They, I forgot what it was, but like the material that they use. I guess she went on a flight. My poisoner. No, it actually <laughs> did something way worse. And um, when they when the plane like uh, when the plane took off and like the what do you call it when it accelerates uh-huh. and then like when it goes to like a certain I think it's like twenty thousand feet or something like that. Her chest just started fade up, fucking expanding and expanding and expanding, and her chest popped. What? Yeah, I forgot what the material was. It was that on a thousand insane. ways to die. Yeah, what, they use fucking helium or something. I don't know what the <laughs> hell they use in there. I actually want to. I'll, I'll fact check that in a minute, but yeah, uh, that's funny. Well, um, anyways, yeah, so let's kick it off into these beers that you got for us this week. It's an interesting-looking uh, can here. It's yep. Rochester Mills. Rochester Mills. So, uh, coming from Rochester Mills in Auburn Hills, Michigan, we have the uh, King Cake Miss, uh, Milkshake Stout. I've actually had a milkshake stout from Rochester Mills before. Um, I think this is just like a different variant of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, this is, I mean, it looks solid. I'm I'm not a fan of the artwork. Definitely not the best ones we had on here. However, the flavor profile did sound fire. Uh, so it's a milk stout brewed with cinnamon, milk sugars, and cocoa nibs. Hmm. Well, that sounds kind of uh, interesting. Coming in, what's the ABV on this bad boy? About 5.3% ABV, IBUs are 20, so it's not bitter and not boozy. And well, not, too, not too boozy, at least. And uh, while we pour them up, I've got a quite the laundry list of birthdays to play a little bit of music from for you here. Um, so let's do that. Um, one's actually in my something old as well, which is kind of, a, kind of ruining the surprise, but... Um, Aretha Franklin's birthday was last week. She would have been 79 years old. Um, Elton John's birthday was last week. He's 74. Diana Ross's birthday was last week. She's 77. Mariah Carey's birthday is last week. She's 52. Isn't it crazy that all these like iconic queen singers like are born in uh, Women's History Month? But um, And Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Peyton Manning's birthday was last week. He's 44. Or 45, I'm Actually, sorry. no, are they Pisces or Aries? Because that's, that's on the cusp. I don't know. I have no idea what the astrology or the astrological I think 20, signs. March 21st, 22nd is like the cutoff, if I'm not mistaken. for. I think that's like beginning of Aries into Pisces. Something, so something around there. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, T Grizzly is 27 this week. And then today, Lady Gaga turned 35, which kind of blew my mind because for some reason I had it in my head that Lady Gaga was way older than me. I thought she was. I thought she was younger. <laughs> you actually. thought she was younger? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Why, I don't know why I thought she started when she was like 18 or some shit. Like, for, I, I, I don't know why I could see Bad Romance coming out when she was 18. Huh? Yeah. Or poker I, face or anything. For some reason, I thought she was like. Maybe it's just because like the way she presents herself, but I thought she was like. Closer to like forty or something like that. Yeah, she definitely Maybe just has she's like accomplished a mat- so much already. That's that, and then she's just like that mature. Yeah. Right? So, anyways, when we crack open these beers, I'm gonna play some of these songs for the birthdays for you, and I'll kick it off with Aretha Franklin, um, and this is off the album Spirit of the Dark, which 
Spoiler is my some one of my something olds this week. Um, so here is Why I Sing the Blues by Aretha Franklin while we crack these beers open. Here's a little bit of Diana Ross. I'm coming out. Which went on to be the Mo Money More Problem sample. Carrie featuring Crazy Bone and Wishbone. Breakdown. Instead of breaking me on down. Break, break down. Instead of breaking me on down. Break, break down. Instead of breaking me on down. Break, break down. Break, break down. Break, break down. Break, break down. 
Carrie's got so many jams. Who could she do it first? <laughs> um, a little bit of T Grizzly, late night calls. <laughs> Quite the vibe switch. <laughs> That's a big difference. Mariah Carey's T Grizzly's hilarious. <laughs> Trail it up, though. Somebody died. I'm like, Brody, I told you to chill. You know that street shit is not what it is. When you on parole, why you ain't at the crib? Man, get off that shit, nigga. We gotta live. My nigga, you just got a deal. Mama just got back on the pill. We ran the streets, turned up in the trenches, all that. Nice time. And then here's a little bit of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper from a Stars Born soundtrack Shallow. Quite a vibe switch again. <laughs> From Mariah Carey to D. Grizzly to Lady Gaga. <laughs> Happy birthday to all these people. And Peyton Manning too, but Tell you don't got no music. <laughs> we can play some uh, we can play some commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you happy in this modern world? Actually no. Get that country record. <laughs> Is there something else you're searching for? i Was this really Bradley Cooper singing? Yes. Hmm. In all the good times I find myself longing for change. What can't this man do? Right. <laughs> and in the bad times I feel like Drake. myself. Like Drake. He's just got too much going on. <laughs> I hear a little bit of Lady Gaga's verse. <laughs> Tell me something, boy. Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? All right, that's plenty. <laughs> so <laughs> she, she's, she's a queen, bro. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to rip on her. It's just a long ass song. <laughs> Let's talk about these beers. Treasure. She, dude, I, I got no beef with she, Lady Gaga. I'm gonna say she's a white queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think about the beer? It's okay. I think it's actually kind of good. It's okay. I think for a stout, it's much better than a lot of stouts I've had. It doesn't taste as like... It tastes very Christmassy to me, and that's the thing. Like, But it doesn't that... sit very heavy in the stomach. It's not like really thick or anything. Like Some of them, I feel like when I'm drinking a stout, I feel like I'm drinking motor oil. That's the cool <laughs> thing about this is like it's not necessarily bitter, or it actually is really not that much alcohol either. So it's got like... it's more. They try to go more of like the flavor profile, which is dope. So, I mean, it hits you right up front with, like, the cinnamon spice. Yeah, you can it tastes taste like a gingerbread, man. <laughs> what I didn't expect is, like, well, it's probably the cocoa nibs, but it has, like, a more of, like, a roasted feel to it. Like, if you know, it's, like, the malt. It's kind of, like, roasted, mm -hmm. like, kind of, like, or toasted, I would say, in a way, too. Uh, it's just, I just wasn't expecting, like, that smokiness, like, yeah. to it. So it's I kind of dig it, yeah. though. No, it's, it's all right. I mean, I, would I get this again? Probably not. But it's not a bad beer. Yep. Maybe also it could be just because it was seventy degrees the past couple of days and now True. it's like forty. So but well, tonight it's kind of refreshing. It's a little it. chilly and, and this is like a sit by the fire type of beer. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like a bonfire. <laughs> yeah, like I would say like an October like bonfire, yeah, I, I like a September yeah. October yeah, bonfire. Yeah, I'm with beer. you on that. I'm with like you on that. March, not so much. And it's probably, I'm be honest with you, it's probably out of season. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, huh? 
Well, um, before we move on into our something old, something new, I wanted to uh, send our love um, to Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest, who has now been gone from us, transitioned on five years ago. Um, And then also um, the incredible and talented Jessica Walter, who you know best probably as Lucille Bluth. Um, on Arrested Development, and she was also um, a voice on Archer, which kind of spawned off of um, Arrested Development. Because um, it's kind of a similar character, isn't it? Like, a little bit? like the way In a way, yeah. Um, There's definitely similarities there. But honest to God, in my personal opinion, I think Lucille Bluth and Jessica's job um, portraying Lucille Bluth is one of the greatest characters in television history, in my opinion. She was so funny on that show. Makes me want to go back and watch um, Arrested Development from the Jump because that show is one of the best ever. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to play a little bit of Tribe um, and a little bit of a, a reel from hers. But here's a little bit of Electric Relaxation, which a lot of people say is um, one of their favorite Fife verses in this song. So here's a lich- Electric Relaxation off Midnight Marauders by Tribe Call Quest. Whoop. <laughs> That's not it. Didn't this be you to go on to be Forbidden Fruit, like the sample? I don't know, maybe. Me and my bitch took a little trip. Oh, yeah, I think so. Down to the garden, yeah. That's a little bit of electric relaxation, which is like one of the greatest rap songs ever, in my opinion. Um, and then also I wanted to play this little clip here of um, just a short um, tribute to um, Jessica Walter um, as her portrayal of Lucille, Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. Nope. <laughs> One of these weeks I'm going to get it. <laughs> I'm going to remember to pause the other fucking thing I have playing. <laughs> but here it is. Lucille. I don't know who that is and I don't care to find out. I don't have the milk of mother's kindness in me anymore. Yeah. That udder's been dry for a while now, hasn't it? We actors, we get to, to live out our fantasy anger and, you know, zinger remarks and whatever, and we get paid for it, too. And I think people relate to that. They say, oh, my, you know, my mother's just like that. Or they understand Lucille. They do. They do. She's not a bad person. She's not. Michael, look. Look what happened to my fox. Someone cut off his little foot. Is it, is it noticeable? <laughs> if you're saying I play favorites, you're wrong. I love all my children equally. I don't care for Joe. <laughs> oh, hello, Buster. Here's a candy bar. Oh, no, I'm withholding it. She's just so self-involved. She, she loves her children. She just doesn't know how to 
socially, uh, uh, she has no social graces, let's put it that way. I have the Ike and Tina tuna. Plater platter? <laughs> I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. <laughs> I don't ever look at characters that I play which are mostly villainous characters. I never look at them as villains. I look at them as people with multi-layered, complex problems. I wanted something your thumb touched, I'd eat the inside of your ear. All <laughs> under the guise of caring about our family. Gotta stop quoting when you drink. Don't give me that look. I happen to be a more caring mother than most. Where's my bag? It's a family, you know? And they're dysfunctional, but they need each other. There are specific relationships. You know, they're still together in spite of it all. I, I think that's what's important about them. Yeah, so rest in peace to uh, Jessica Walter and Fife Dog from Tribe Called Quest. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, we can um, start into the something old, something new. And I think I started it off last week, so I'll let you kick it off today. Uh, my something old, I actually went to 2004 for this. And I think we spoke on him a couple of weeks ago because we talked about Chad Hugo's birthday. But I went with uh, NERD's Fight or Flight uh, from 2004. Nice. Fly or Die, sorry. Fly or Die from 2004. Fly or Die. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that album. I'm so bad with some of these album titles, and then I pull it up. I'm like, oh, I remember this. I'm pretty sure my sister had this CD. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Just from a production standpoint, I've always been a fan. I mean, obviously, you know, Pharrell's contributions, but NERD as a whole collective is just, like, that production team is so solid and just locked in. Mm -hmm. And it's just different, especially for the times. I mean, the only people, like, really that were doing stuff, like, that kind of sounded similar but still its own thing it was like an organized noise i would say probably around that time mm -hmm. but no nah, nerd was just beastie yeah i always respected yeah i always respected their production him uh chad hugo pharrell and uh uh shay haley yeah yep. i remember when um the final four for march madness was in detroit i went and uh, me and rob went downtown and saw them for free because they were putting on a free concert for march madness and that shit was sweet um, but yeah, what song do you want me to play off uh, this album? They had a song with Joel so, and Benji Madden from Char Good Charlotte on there. <laughs> when this album actually came out in 2004, apparently, damn, yeah, there's a whole like list of stat sheets on there. But apparently when it came out, it was debuted in the top 10 on like the Billboard charts, and then it was like gold within a month. Yeah. So that's actually, you know, like around that time, that's not streaming sales. So yeah. that's, a, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, For sure. Uh, let's go with... I play She Wants to Move way too much. So, and I, I, like, I, I've played that like a couple times this week, so I'm good on that one. Let's go uh, Breakout. Okay. Without further ado, here is Breakout by N.E.R.D. off Fly or Die. Joe's. And, uh, and I remember the theme song. <laughs> so what? But they're all laughing. Why the tears have no fear? We are here for you. I know how you feel. I know how you feel when no one cares. If you feel just like I feel, push everything's passing, no things real. Push, 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 push
little bit of breakout off NERD's uh, Fly or Die. Yep, um, and I got another something old, actually, too, we'll, we'll before go, we go we'll into We'll go back and forth, because I've got two as well. So okay. you go one, I'll go one, we'll go back and forth. Um, so, for my first one on here, um, I am going to kick it back to 1997, because it just celebrated an anniversary. Um, on March 25th, 1997, um, Life or Death by Biggie came out. And uh, I've had Biggie on the brain quite a bit lately in the in light of his documentary that me and E-Man just watched not too long ago. Um, but yeah, this album is a phenomenal double album. And unfortunately, um, like the end of his came out right around the end of his life as well. They, I mean, they were just down in uh, L.A. celebrating the release of Hypnotize when uh, he was shot and killed and taken from us, unfortunately. But um, this album was nominated for Best Rap Album, Best Rap Solar Performance for Hypnotize, Best Rap Performance by a Duo or Group for Mo Money Mo Problems at the Grammys. Um, in 2012, the album was ranked at number 476 on Rolling Stones magazine list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I want to see how much it, I want to see if it has the sales on here. I don't see the sales on here, but I mean, it had literally everyone on there. Everyone and their mother was featured on there. All the Bone was on there. DJ Premier had some beats. RZA had some beats. Stevie J, Jay Z was on there. Too Short, Lil Kim, you know, all of the the good ones. But um, I think you guys already know quite a bit about Biggie, and if you don't, you can go watch his documentary on Netflix right now. And I'm gonna kick it off with actually, uh, I'm gonna play "Kick in the Door." from um, Life After Death. Here's a little bit of that. Welcome back. We're here in Bad Boy Studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you know, some moms, you know what I'm saying? It's more jumbo. <laughs> there we uh, go. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, this goes out to this goes out to you, and you, and you, and you, and you. Biggie. This goes out to you. This goes out to you. This goes out to you, 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 huh? Your reign on the top was short like leprechauns as I crush so-called willies, thugs, and rapidons. Uh, get in that ass, quick, fast, like Ramadan. It's that rap phenomenon, Don Dada, fuck Papa. Got to call me Francis M.H. White intake like totes, tote iron. Was told in shootouts, stay low and keep firing. Keep extra clips for extra shit. Who's next to flip on that cat with that grip on rap? The most shady, Frankie baby. Ain't no telling where I may be. May see me in D.C. at Howard Homecoming with my man Capone dumbing fucking something. You should know my steelo went from 10 G's for blow to 30 G's a show to all G's with O's I've never seen before. So, Jesus. Get off the notorious Mean us before I squeeze and bust If the beef between us, we can settle it With the chrome and metal shit I make it hot like a kettle get You're delicate, you better get Who sent you? You still pedal shit I got more rise than great adventure Biggie How are you gonna do it? Do it. That's a little bit of kick in the door By the one and only Notorious B.I.G And I'll kick it back over to E-Man For his next something old Alright, so I went in a little Actually a lot of bit different direction For my next something old Uh, Shout out to one of my managers Over at uh, EMBC Uh, We play a lot of ska music And a lot of punk rock there Mm -hmm. And I've been kind of I mean I've always been I always liked ska music and stuff like that But I never really Like you never really catch me at home Like listening to ska like that Right but uh, there was one particular album I was kind of going back 
or not going back and listening to it. It was my first time hearing it, okay. but it came out October 14, 2016. I went with uh, Worry by Jeff Rosenstock. Oh, that's what we were, uh, that was on um, what uh, Gabe had last week. Yeah, actually Jeff it was. Jeff Rosenstock. Yep. Uh, right. So I'm I'm gonna go into it too. I guess. Like, yeah, I actually went back and listened to it. Uh, His was a different album, I think, though. It was a different Rose. It was it was a different album by Jeff Rosenstock. But yeah, I'm gonna go with this one. Uh, Worry received critical acclaim from music critics at at a uh, Metacritic, which assigns a normal rating out of a hundred. It averaged like an eighty. USA Today proclaimed it to be what it. That it's best album of 2016, actually, declaring that it's 17 songs. Rosenstock tells a story. One is that, one is that also our story, about regrets and hopes and more regrets. It's like what are you trying to maintain your humility in a digital age when you can sign in on Facebook and find yourself amongst apologists who ignore the reality of unarmed civilians executed publicly. So, I mean, it is a really, like, when you listen to the whole album, and, you know, I'm a sucker for concept albums, mm-hmm. like, from start to finish. Like, and it, this album does tell a story about just, like, how we lose, like, our human consciousness almost with social media because you're always trying to, you're always trying to one-up the next person, like, the next post or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're always, like, trying to size up your life compared to the next person's. Uh, in 2019, Entertainment Weekly named Worry its ninth best overlooked album of the decade, saying that if saying that it was released less than a month before Donald Trump was elected, but still feels like the most accurate depiction of how things felt since he took office. <laughs> the punk veteran was singing about gentrification, all-encompassing corporatiz- corporatization, and how the internet inducted Indonesia. Indonesia, you don't pronounce that word. And A N H E D O N I A, Indonia. How do you pronounce that? Wait, what was it? Show me. Just show a- me. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. I, I I learned a new word today, guys. <laughs> Where is that? That word right there. I have no idea. Anahoni. I don't know. Okay, so yeah, try. look at yeah. So Anahoni. I'm a, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'm gonna butcher. I'm gonna butcher that word because I'm I'm be honest. I've never seen that word in my Just life. Skip it. Has made has made bad things feel even worse. <laughs> this uh, actually is the one that Gabe was talking about last week, but he did not give quite a description on that because uh, we played. I kind of want to go back. Yeah, I must say I want to go back and listen to it. Uh, so shout out to Gabe for kind of ter- well. Yeah, I guess. Mike turned us both on to it, but shout out to Gabe for mentioning last week. I kind of want to bring that up on, as mine as well. For sure. Uh, I'm going to go a different here? song, though. I am going to go... Where's this album at? I'm going to go I Did Something Weird Last Night. All right. Here is a little bit of I Did Something Weird Last Night by Jeff Rosenstock off the album Worry.
That's happened before. I just want to throw it out there. I think uh, when Sarah was talking about Suzer uh, last one, when I think it was last year or two years ago when we had Sarah on, when uh-huh. she was talking about sister was Rosetta Thorpe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was my something old, like, like that following week. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I had to go back and listen to it. I'm Hell like, yeah, yeah, this shit was yep, dope. For sure. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a little bit of Jeff Rosenstock. Um, and then now for my second something old, which is um, I already mentioned in the top of the podcast, but I've been kind of like um, – Almost obsessing over her this week, um, and in honor of uh, the ending of ne- or, um, Women's History Month, I thought this would be a suiting one, um, and I went with which is this is mind a mind blowing fact to me. This is her seventeenth studio album, and it came out in nineteen seventy. That just gives you a little hint on how prolific Aretha Franklin was, um, and that album is Spirit in the Dark. Um, Spirit in the Dark was yeah, like I said, her seventeenth album. Um, and it was critically acclaimed, but it kind of slept on because I guess there was a greatest hits that was released, um, not that long after. And it kind of overshadowed the album a little bit. Um, but now, I mean, it's got some of her most classic songs on it. Um, and it peaked at number one on the R&B charts and 11 on the Hot 100. Um, and then it also peaked at number three on, oh, that was on the the Hot 100, but on the Billboard charts, it peaked at number three on the R&B and 23 on the Hot 100, um, which is actually her first album to fall short of the Billboard's top 20. Um, let's see here. Just trying to see if it had the album sales. I'm always curious with with older albums on how much they sold, but I don't think it has the sales on here. Nope. But, um, yeah, that album is phenomenal. It's probably one of my favorites of hers, and a lot of people think that it's one of her, like, if, if not her best, one of the best. Um, and I'm not going to play anything off it because I already played um, part of it in the beginning of the podcast, so I will just leave it at that and move on to uh, something new. And that would be E-Man. Uh... Yeah, I guess she got a couple singles I want to talk to talk about. One of which is uh, Danny Brown and Brock Hampton. I heard that for that single. Sweet. That single was actually pretty fire. Uh, I believe it's called Buzz Cuts, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, that was pretty great. Uh, the Rod Wave project is actually pretty. You solid talked about too. the Rod Wave one already a couple weeks ago. It just came out last last week. It just came out. This, oh, what, what like, song did we, we, we play? We of played them a Rod Wave like single, but oh. yeah, the album came out this past got Friday. You, got yeah, you. yeah, uh, that was a great project. Uh, Hobson dropped a new single, actually called "Alone with Me." Cool. I think he has a project coming out because he had that one and he had the NF one that came out yeah, recently. Alone with Me kind of goes into you know kind of getting your own head and typical like a song about depression. He actually talks about he had a line in there about. He goes, I feel like Joyner Lucas took my spot or something like that. Who said? Wait, Hobson. Hobson said that? Yeah. It's kind of a dumb line. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, I, you know, he didn't say, I didn't say it the way he said it. Yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, there is a lot of similar content between the two. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. I guess. Uh, I didn't, the Vic Mensa EP it wasn't that great to yeah, me, to be honest didn't, with I you. Didn't, wasn't uh, and, I, I, and I like Vic Mensa a mm-hmm. lot. I just wasn't really feeling it. Uh, but I guess we can talk about my favorite album that came out was probably the Bieber one out of all these, to be honest <laughs> with you. Biebs did it. He did it. Uh, there's a song. I, there's a couple, there's some fire on here. I know how you feel about it, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean, there's people I actually want to check out now. Like I heard, I've been hearing about the kid Leori, for instance. I've never really looked into his catalog by any means, but I mean, he, he did a really good job with this song. What's uh, the Justin Bieber album called? Uh, Justice. 
And there's a deluxe. I guess that came out last week, but then he <laughs> album released cover it. Cover so dumb. It is a very cheesy <laughs> ass album cover. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That album itself is fire, though. Okay, so what am I playing off this uh, let's... shit? Don't 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 you fucking shit on it. I, mean, like, I don't shit on any of your stuff. Don't shit on mine. All right. All right. What am I playing? All right. Go with uh. Let's go with the Daniel Caesar Giveon one. Actually, no. You know what? Let's go with the Kid Leori one. Fuck it. Let's see. What's that called? It is. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Unstable. You got it. Yeah. Here's Unstable off Justin Bieber's Justice. That's kind of like a rip off. Uh, Shut up. Off Justin Timberlake. He did Justified. Well, that's his, also his Justice. name. So. Justice. Yeah, that's also his name. It was Justin Bieber. <laughs> and I start to feel anxiety. There were times I couldn't even breathe. But you never once abandoned me. I tried to scare you, scare you away. Showed you the door, you door me. Peace of mind. Yeah, you love, yeah, you love, yeah, you love me when I was unstable. Never judge, never judge, never judge me when I was unable to love myself. So trust myself. Yeah, you love, yeah, you love, yeah, you love me when I was unstable. Why knuckles trying to hold my sanity? Right, that's a little bit of Unstable from Justin Bieber and the Kid Lori. Gotcha. And then real quick, uh, one of the other podcasts I listened to was the Mike, oh, was the, nah, what do you call it? The Dak Shepard podcast. Uh, they had the guest of Michael uh, Michael Eric Dyson, who's actually is a Detroit native. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, pastor, or he still is currently a pastor. Uh, he attended, he got his PhD from uh, Princeton, and he actually wrote the uh Fate the Black, the Jay Z book. Oh, cool. And then one that became in a movie. Uh, real quick, because he was actually talking about, and, and this kind of goes into Justin Bieber too, I guess, but he talks about cancel culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and like how people who are trying to do the right thing, like say, for instance, they do some shit when they're young. Like, I know Justin Trudeau, like, for instance, was one example like that, who somebody did some dumb shit, but then it kind of done for it when he got in office mm-hmm. was, uh, you got to give people a chance to change before you try to cancel them out. You don't want to just, like, dig people's, do people's past to kind of, like, just, like, burn them down. Mm-hmm. Like, because I guess, like, he had a phone call with Pharrell, and it was the senator, I guess, they were meeting with who did some, I think he went to, like, a blackface party or some shit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, like, well, is this guy doing the right things now? Is he standing for social justice? Is he going to do, you know, is he doing things in his t- life now that, didn't reflect, or you know, that it wouldn't reflect that how he views things, how he viewed things back then. He goes, yeah, he's definitely he seems like he's changed. Then let's keep him. Don't kind of cancel him. He obviously acknowledged what he did was wrong, and he is trying to make the change. And those people you type, those are the type of people you need in office, like because they want, they will ride hard for you, like mm-hmm. they will ride hard for you know people of color and black people of culture. Mm-hmm. So. It was actually a really interesting, like, topic to talk about, like, when he goes into cancel culture. And because, I mean, I, my thing is, like, with cancel culture, I get it. It's like people call it account. You're holding somebody accountable for things they did. But if this person is doing things correctly, 
like now if they're actually active they're using their platform for good then why the fuck do you want to tear them down right from you know little shit they did yeah i guess it depends yeah and it depends on when the thing the occurrence happened right if it's something that happened 20 years ago and this person's totally changed their life yeah i get what you're saying but if it's something that was like comes out that can't happen like a year or two ago you know I understand it, and and you gotta, and, and if you did something fucked up, even if it was twenty years ago, you still gotta hold the L. It doesn't mean you're fucking. Yeah, I mean, canceled. I'm not. I'm not saying it mean like, you have to be canceled. Yeah, you definitely did that shit. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm not right? saying that. It's just like, okay, yeah, yeah hold the L. You're com- obviously making things. You're making the choices in current day right. to become, you know, good. Like, you obviously see the error your ways, and you're making changes to fix, correct those errors. Yeah, for so sure. So that's what I'm saying. Like. Don't try to tear somebody down. That's my message, pretty much. Is don't try. That's what I received. Don't try yeah. to tear somebody down who would ride hard for you because they're trying to do the right thing. Speaking of which, actually, that just reminded me of it, which I just heard on the way over here when I was listening to um, Dave and Chuck. Um, so I guess now the WWE Network is uh, like exclusive on Peacock or whatever the streaming surface, and yeah. uh, so now that it's like an NBC affiliate thing, they went back to kind of like you know edit out some of the old past episodes that had like some ill shit in it and i guess there was a couple that were pretty bad they said one of them was at the wrestlemania in 1990 which was actually at the joe lewis arena and uh it was roddy roddy piper was against um i can't remember the guy's name but it was a black wrestler and roddy roddy piper was like painted like in black like he had like blackface going like Jesus. during it so they removed that episode and then they removed another one from 2004 where um, Vince McMahon is backstage trying to be cool with John Cena and literally says, what up, my... And says it, the N-word. <laughs> like, And Booker T is standing right there, and he's like, what? Well, you know the funny thing <laughs> so about Booker T? Like, because Booker T was in a... You ever seen that video of Booker T, like, talk about Hulk Hogan? Like, he gets hyped I up. I heard about Hulk this. Hogan, we coming for you, nigga! <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard about that, though. <laughs> and then, real quick, because Paramount's been on a fucking kick with, like, trying to shut down episodes. They actually took down a, a SpongeBob episode. Yeah. Because, you heard about that? No, I didn't hear about that, but it so makes sense. So they, they took down a, uh, I think it was about the pan, like the Panty Raid episode, if you're familiar with that. It was like season three of SpongeBob. Uh-huh. Like They were trying to cheer up Mr. Pa- uh, Mr. Krabs, like, hey, we're going to go on a Panty Raid. Huh? Yeah, and you got to take up, that one down. <laughs> and they, and they end up, it was actually Mr. Krabs' mom they ended up oh, going to. Gotcha. But yeah, they took that episode down. <laughs> All right, go back. Right, I back think we're on something it. new. Yeah, yeah so, something yeah. new. All right, so I've got two um, this week as well. Um, and they were both actually EPs, not actual albums. But the first one is out of singer Gallant, who I am a big fan of. Um, Gallant is um, a Maryland resident. He's been out for a little bit now. He's uh, pretty, I think he's like 29 years old. He's still pretty young. Is that you? Yeah, my bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so he's been out for a little bit. This is like his third project, I think. He's got two full albums, and now this EP... Um, I believe, and it is called Neptune, um, and it is really enjoyable, man. This guy's just a great R&B singer. He's got like a really insane vocal range. Um, I think I was put on to him by Ebro once um, back in the day, like, uh, like 2016 or 17 or something, when uh, like that Wade and Gold song came out. That's probably his most successful song. But this new project's sweet. It's got uh, features from Brandy on here, Aaron Ray, Van Jess, um, it's eight songs long, um, and it's like about a half an hour. But I'll play you a little bit of the song, which is kind of funny because last week E-Man played My Chemical Romance for something old, and this song is called Chemical Romance. 
Um, when things come full circle, right? You know what I'm saying? So here's a little bit of Chemical Romance off Neptune by Gallant. by Gallant um, and then did, you already had you already said all the ones that you were doing for something new so I guess I'll go into my second one um, oh we actually there's a local one we got to play a little bit of too but we'll pull that up here in a minute but uh, yeah like he said I wasn't huge on the Vic Mensa album um, I expected more lyrically from Vic honestly which was my biggest problem with this album um, it and there was a lot of layup beats for him to rap on on it. Like, it felt like the producer was doing his best impression of, like, Kanye West production. Like, had, like, the heavy soul samples and you know shit like what? that. You <laughs> know A friend of mine I was hanging out with last night told me that, too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, man, this sounds like they are trying to make a Kanye album. But um, he, had put a, he put on a punk rap album. Uh, punk rock That wasn't album. very was, good either. I, I like that Did one, you like actually. it? I like that one. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that's a bag he can get into. So. Yeah. He's definitely got that little attitude about him, but I don't want to rip on him too much because I am a big, big Mensa fan, and I just will say that this one's maybe just a misstep. And it's only an EP; it's not a very long like project, four or five or tracks, yeah, something like that. Actually, seven. But um, but the other one that I really did like is someone that I'm brand new to. Um, and let me pull up his album here. It's called Drist, and his name is Carl Benjamin. Um, he is a UK R&B singer. And honestly, like we have mentioned eight gajillion times on this podcast, I clicked on it because I thought the album art was cool. Um, that's literally the only reason. <laughs> and it turned out to be a, a good one. So I was excited about that. Um, yeah, he's a super young dude. He's only 24 years old. And uh, it says he grew up singing Alicia Keys um, and was raised in London. Um, and he's got just a really unique style about him. It's like some of the stuff is kind of like, soulful and like sultry and then some of it kind of almost has like an afrobeat vibe to it so i don't know it's really cool i'll just play a little bit of it so you can get a taste for yourself um i'm gonna play the one that has kind of the the summery vibe that i was kind of feeling i actually sent this to shay because i'm like this is right up your alley but here's a little bit of the song mortal by um carl benjamin and the project he calls drist I've been feeling way too more lately God knows my name, she been checking for me Clouds, I see them gathering mm. I can hear the thunder rolling, sirens sing Existential problems, do I really know my mind? Hard to know my feelings when I'm feeling all the time 
Um, yeah, that's Carl Benjamin Mortal off album Drist. Um, but yeah, that concludes something old, something new. Real quick. Oh, there was a uh, another oh, single shit, we missed. We got to pull up Breeze, too. Yeah, I must say, Breeze just dropped today. Shout out to him. I was actually with him yesterday. We were playing some of the project. Uh, Pac-Man the Gunman and Nipsey Hussle drop a track, by the way. Who's Pac-Man the Gunman? I've never heard of him before until this song. Um, Terrible rap name. <laughs> I know there's BFD to Pac-Man. Who's, uh, Detroit, oh, not Detroit. Where the fuck is he from? Like Pontiac or Flint or something like that. Uh, yeah, Pac-Man the Gunman, Nipsey Hussle, and some somebody else. Mozzie. Mozzie's on the song, oh, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, that was my last something new. And then uh, Breeze, obviously. Yeah, Breeze. Let me pull up his. Shout out to Fourth and Goal Records. YouTube. Our dude, I'll get a better, a proper review for it next week because I yeah. haven't heard the whole project yet. I think it just, yeah, it just came out today. Yeah, so it just I haven't had came time out. To listen so to it. let's see. I'm just gonna pick. Oh, the, this is titles just stood out to me. Music in my veins. That's got to be good. You can't be a lo- loser right there. Here's a little bit of our boy Breeze, who you've heard on this podcast like three or four times. Um, this song is called "Music in My Veins." His project is called Higher Goal. You can get it on SoundCloud. You can get it on Apple Music. You go on YouTube. He's got the whole thing on there. Um, but yeah, here he is right here. Breeze, fourth and go. AP, Breeze, that's me. I know in your blood for the normal person, you got platelets and hemoglobin. But <laughs> in mine, it ain't nothing but 808s, hi-hats, loops, kicks, synths. Bars, symbols, music and runs through my veins. Shining like activator, snapping like an alligator. Throw her cash to get through college, but she gotta pay me back a Sally Mayer. My life moving like Talladega. I've been a nigga since I had a Sega. Since Genesis, I've had his favor. Young Jesus like Alan Rea. He got game in my Galleria. With me and my crew walking there. You see stars like Galileo. My pen lift people like a monorail. My writing should be held with Play-Dohs. My flow books are at the end of rainbows. I was created from a shell toe, a boombox, and a kango. Right with an 808. Next to the hi-hat, we stole the game you can buy back. That weed is sticky as a fly trap. I heard this beat and I hijacked it. My flow is didactic. You're no match for my tactics. My strategy is out of this stratosphere. Punches on Vladimir, bumper rare chandeliers, love always par for even if they're at Cavalier. If you knew my story, you would have to cheer, but that's not what make me happy here. I'm focused on making a hundred racks a year. If you were brought up by wolves in the atmosphere, they quick to forget what happened there. Raised by the wolves like KG when I sell ticks, you should be glad I'm here. Woo! Our boy Breeze. That's off Higher Goal by Breeze. Again, that song is called... Um, Music in my veins. Shit is fire, bro. That is fire, man. I love Breeze. Just a great dude all around. Um, Should we get into our phone call? Yeah, let's get to the phone call. Not going to say who yet. Just let him answer the phone. A hint will be last time we tried to call, or we tried to call him a few weeks ago, and he didn't answer. For his birthday. For his birthday, (laughs) yeah. Friend of the show. He's been on here before. Yep, yep, yep.
Yo, what's good, gang? King Quacks. What up? <laughs> yo, what's going on, yo? Shit, what's up, Dilo? <laughs> My guys, what's going on, man? Shit, man, man how's the weather out on the West Coast? <laughs> um, man, it's actually been really nice. Today it's like, a, you know, Sundays be kind of gray and, 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 and like drizzly like that. So it's a, it's a Sunday right now, but uh, yeah, I'm chilling. It's been really nice. I'm, I'm like probably what? Uh, three or four blocks from the beach right now me and the uh, areas uh our apartment's like probably like three four blocks from the beach so oh, shit, tell yeah, said what up though bro that sounds amazing yeah for sure bro he's actually he's uh on the way back from la right now he's been going to la almost every weekend to do video shoots and i got a couple stuff, so. got a couple of boys heading out there uh frost is rad's heading out there and then brandon uh guys doing my next album okay. he's, he's heading out there now uh i think this week actually yeah man i'm jealous every time uh he gets a shooter or something. He went, just went to an event with uh, Playboy Cardi's uh, people. And every time he gets like an invite or something, I'm like, I already have a session at the studio on Friday and Saturday. He's like, you want to come on Thursday night at 9 p.m.? You want to come tomorrow? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> did, did you have to bring his own I vampire really gear you. for that one? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm over here watching his story, jealous, just like y'all, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk, man. Uh, lots happened since we last spoke. Apparently, you you know yeah. you got some. Uh, you doing building another studio out there? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, sometimes things all come at one time. You know what I mean? And it's, I think we're definitely me and him definitely feeling a bit overwhelmed. But uh, as we're super fortunate, and uh, yeah, you know, we moved out here, uh, planning on really just. Uh, managing this new studio downtown San Francisco but um kind of fell into our laps to uh, get this teaching uh gig really giving back to our community and and, and teaching these uh kids like these uh, digital media skills and these producer um engineering skills and it's really been affording us um not only like an opportunity to help our community but also like really give us the funding we need for the real professional tools we need so that being said, it's cool. We just opened up. I'm about to leave now and go on, uh, across the Bay Bridge and go to one of our new studios we just opened up uh, in Union City, which is about 20 minutes from Oakland. It's like right next to Hayward. That's um, awesome. So we got that one going. And then uh, starting on uh, May 1st, we're opening up another one in San Rafael. So, um, you know, we're definitely like moving and grooving and we're, we're feeling the pressures of uh, opening multiple businesses and employees and budgeting and all that stuff but it's great it, it's amazing and um and we love it out here none to a boss awesome. so come on out that's come on out. come do a podcast in one of the studios yo you know well, we will we will take you up on that <laughs> shit bro <laughs> that sounds amazing oh man no uh y'all want to see that uh brewery in uh santa rosa so maybe come to the one in uh san rafael it's like 30 minutes from santa rosa oh what's the name shit. To, uh, Y'all could go to Russian River. Russian yeah. River. Okay. Hell yeah, man. Um, I've been really enjoying also watching these little like uh, loops and stuff you've been putting on Instagram, these little clips of you making beats and shit. That shit is really tight. Man, thank you, brother. Yeah, I'm trying to catch up with these kids on TikTok, man. They've been, uh, <laughs> they've been kicking my ass. <laughs> so I know I how that feels. Working on my loop, my 30-second clip game, you know what I mean? You know? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? Go ahead, Eman. Oh, what were you saying? No, go ahead. Oh, dude, yeah. Um, I just want to know, like, how. So, what was the final decision to make you like from leave like Ipsy to go to go to the Bay? Like, what was like what was the rationale? Like, what made you go out there? Because I know you're originally from there, so maybe made you go back. I should say. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really. Um, it was such a tough decision. I mean, I really wrestled with it. I think for the past, like, the past two better part of two years. Um, 
and not really, really appreciate and enjoy the artist community in the greater Detroit area, Atlanta, Ann Arbor, um, you know, and it's it, it's home, you know what I mean? So it's really nice to like put on for your home team and um, have that have that support. And um, so I really had to look at it, not only from a personal standpoint, but a, but a business standpoint. And I just kind of told all my business partners out here, like, look, like we've got a, such a good thing going back home that like, I can't really justify budgeting and, and, unless this is something that's not only going to improve my life financially, but personally and, and all these other things. And uh, I think, you know, I finally just, uh, I was on that edge. You know, you know, you're trying to make a decision in your life and you're on that edge, you're on that ledge for, for so long. And you you finally just decide to jump off or, or, or whatever it is. So, you know, I just decided like um, that the best way, you know, I, sometimes you got to look at your value. You know, not even your goals, but your values. So yeah. I look at my values and, and really say, "Wait, what do I want to do in life?" And I and it was like improve, do what I love to do every day, and improve my community while I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just thought like the best way I could do that to, to impact the most people was just come out here and, and really like uh, focus on getting better resources and tools and and learning how to. I've been really enjoying learning how to get these grants and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and helping to open up these youth centers and stuff. And I really really hope to be able to bring that back home so my my end goal is to be able to do that stuff back home and it, sometimes it hurts out here missing home and all mm-hmm. that stuff but uh you know i i think i've learned the skills i need to bring that back so that's what i keep in the back of my mind when i'm missing my, my pit bull and and i'm missing uh gabe's and i'm missing the conies yeah and, uh, you know what i mean, like, I mean well I'm, you know you gotta deal oh uh, you gotta deal with what like 60 degree weather at worst yeah it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's terrible, pretty shit here I mean, in michigan right now <laughs> Oh, damn. I'm it's right cold, off windy, the coast. and rainy up in here right now. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, and, and also the cool thing about that being uh, a producer in to- 2021 is if you need to work with your uh, your Michigan boys, it's a, it's an email away, you know, fucking making music with yeah. people is a lot easier uh, in today's times, you know? It's crazy, man. I've, I've done almost just as many virtual sessions as, sessions as I have in person, and um, like you said, it's just so easy now to hop on Teams. Everybody's used to Teams and Zoom now. Yep. And uh, easy to send files back and forth. And uh, so, yeah, I'm finding uh, that a lot of people are like, hey, you got some beats? Let's go through them or something. And we're, we're just on Zoom. Yep. Uh, sending stuff back and forth. So, yeah, it's great. It's, it's funny. It's, by the time I move to California, you don't need to be here. Uh, <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> um, Speaking so, of that. Yeah, it, oh, go ahead. You still there? Did we lose yeah, you? There you go. Yeah, hello? My bad. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Um, I was just saying, speaking of that, um, and talking about having sessions, what can you tell us about what's in store for the Keep It G fam um, throughout and, this year? Um, I, I mean, I was at yeah, that hypo sure. video shoot. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I just, uh, every Sunday, I kind of like my ritual is, I clean stuff up and get my get my week ready and I listen to podcasts and stuff while I do that. So I was literally just listening to the last podcast where you guys called me and just heard that you was at the video suit. Um, um still recovering from that rapper weed. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what time like they finished shooting. I, I left that bitch at like eight o'clock. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, I'm out. You probably didn't miss none. Okay. Um, but, you know, the most important stuff probably probably shot by then, I'm sure. Um, yeah. no, but <laughs> Uh, we got like real, the anxiety not, was high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
It's just a pl- you know they thought they were recording after eight. They weren't. The, the recording <laughs> button wasn't. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know it's been it's been crazy. It's, I would say it's like it's been tough, but you know like coming out here and every time we think we we're like okay we got things set up let's like really gear back up and make like some future plans we kind of like have something else come up but i will say like it's really encouraging through that like you know um me and hypo definitely have someone on the floor he's got like a bunch of new beasts right now and uh he was you know extremely inspired i i think by a lot of the the recent rise and a lot of this more organic um i don't even want to say old school because it's not old it's new but just, you know, all the Griselda camps going strong and, mm-hmm. and really the genres that we really love are, are, are still like the heartbeat is still going. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of like was like I kind of tied back into my to my alchemist, uh, you know what I mean? Griselda Lane. And, and he's got some real, real dirty, dusty uh, stuff he's working on right now. And uh, I had made a call to him the other day and was just like, hey, man, let's. You know, let's put some stuff on the floor, and we start start talking more medicine, more medicine too, and and different ideas. So, uh, yet yeah, even those virtual sessions, me and Hypo been been doing that. So definitely stuff for me and Hypo for sure. And then as far as everybody else, you know, we really like everybody's really really down and trying to come out here, and we've been talking to people about bringing them out here and um, really trying to open up these studios so um, you know people could come not only like do music there but stay there stay at the studio and, oh, yeah. and we can get these larger projects done so we're really looking forward to like a month from now out where we can make calls like to you guys and, and, and our crew back home and be like hey all right it's good come to the studio you guys can stay here and, and we can work on this album so but i will say like uh you know i've got multiple b tapes coming high post got music coming dane's been working really 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 hard Gelly's been in the studio low-key not telling anybody working with this <laughs> and stuff up so we're we're all extremely active and i think we're uh waiting for uh, we're used to having a clubhouse you know, and I'm linking up and being together in, in that camaraderie. So I think, like, as soon as we get that spot, uh, we're all ready to go crazy. So yeah. look out for that. Yeah, you know what else I should be looking out for is the War Medicine merch we never got. Yeah! That- man, man, I gotta talk to, I gotta talk to Hypo. He's got it now. He Dude, I love that War Medicine project. That album turned out so good, and it makes me excited to hear you say that maybe having a War Medicine 2 on the way, because that shit really came out good. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're really, really proud of it. I think, like, it's crazy how, like, a year can make all the difference in the world, you know what I mean? Just even in terms of your own personal life. And I think, like, we really just wanted to to make a statement that this is where we're at and tell, like, a really dope story. And it turned into this thing that a lot of people could identify with, That you know, was like, hey, this helped me through this, or this is really some medicine, and this is really something different. And now I think going into to the next project, like, knowing that that's something we could really provide um as well as like what we can gain personally from it is really exciting Mm -hmm. um it was sequenced really well too like i felt like everything was structured really well on that album like all the different themes and everything it just really like had a nice flow to it man i appreciate that i appreciate i I gotta credit you know the people i look up to for that you know like uh a lot of you know i'm gonna get i'm gonna get heat for this one and, and low key like i don't even i don't even really like this artist as a, like an artist like that just to be real but even people like logic who mm-hmm. like you know like everything's cohesive and it's telling the story yep. it's almost like uh it's almost like a play in your head mm-hmm. you know listen to a kendrick album or something and i'm just so inspired by those and in different ways 
that you could have longevity pre uh, presenting those projects, you know? Like, so me and Hackle have been talking about how can we present War Medicine in the future, you know? Like, we could really do a, like, a, a theatrical, like, performance with this. Definitely. You know um, I'm a sucker for concept albums. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, who is it that still listens to albums? Right, right. Because now it's like, I heard somebody talk about the Raw Wave album the other day, and no shade to uh, Raw Wave, shout out Raw Wave, but they was like, man, it's a three out of 12. And mm -hmm. I'm like, ain't that normal? <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, man. Ain't, ain't that normal? Like three out of twelve. I mean, it's basically just whatever singles didn't make the singles. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's just, yeah. That's I mean, like was, we talked about that. That was like a something. Like a couple singles on there were fire. Like we played it last. I played a single last week, and an album came yeah. out this past Friday. I yeah. mentioned it. It was. I mean, like I said, I thought it was dope. But yeah, it's just a bunch of singles for sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. a, I'm an yeah. album guy. I love like I've always been into like themed albums like that and I, so i'll definitely all still listen to artists that do that and honestly that's the those end up being the albums and music that stands the test of time because there's so much yeah. shit that's here today and gone tomorrow but the real good Man, ones people are going to want to go back and listen to you know for years Bro, and years and years fact, I, I i like you'll find an old one that's like and it, it could the quality of the music could be lesser but if the album is put together better i would rather listen to that album Mm -hmm. You know, I could listen to Ludacris Red Light District yep, because right. the album is put together properly. That might yep. not be the highest quality music per mm -hmm. se. No shade to Luda. I don't even know if he he, he believes or whatever, but right. or even Theater of the Mind. Like that's that's not like, oh my gosh, this is the best hip hop album of all time, but just the way that certain artists are 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 able to put those together. I mean, the longevity of that is just so so much longer. So yeah, that I really appreciate that. And uh it's just nice to know those things are translating. We're in the studio and people are like, why are you working on this album for two years? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Tell it's me nice about to it. Know that translate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And that dude, so, Theater of the Mind is a sneaky awesome album, by the way. <laughs> that, that album, like, I kind of like dude. rediscovered that album, kind of like, damn, this album is fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm glad other people do because I, I get shade for like bringing that album. I do I do it for hip hop is like a classic cut. Yes, That's it like is. a deep cut. It is the young Jeezy and Nas like <laughs> at the height of Jeezy. Yeah, like it's just such an odd pairing, but the song is really dope. Does it? Isn't like, that the album that also has? I think. Uh, let me just look it up. I think it is. Um, it has that song "War with God" on it. I think that's on Theater of the Mind. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think it. He, he dude. He has so many different energies on that album. It's just, wow, I was surprised he was able to put it together the way he did. He's got tracks with Chris Brown. He's got This yep. Is The T.I. And then he's <laughs> yep. got, like, some classic deep cuts. Oh, um, yeah. They had one more drink on there, too. That always hilarious. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I think this, and, and I th if I was an A&R at, at, at Universal or something, I would advise Little Baby to, like, Release every one of your singles that you think is a single that's gonna blow up with Drake, just totally separate from your album. Yep. Just let it be a single. And then when the album drops, you have 12 new tracks on there that are completely fresh, that are cohesive together and tell a story. And that way you just, I think like, I, I know if I'm thinking it, there's people smarter than me that are thinking it, but the problem is that it's so driven by every person that's an exec right now is like single 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 yep. singles but by the time they get around to the album it's just an i mean we live in yeah. that air like the refrigeration or the refrigerator the like reheat era where you just like mm. everything i mean attention spans are not what they used to be with music i mean i was actually just talking about this yesterday because uh, there's songs on there that you know like average songs what like two and a half minutes three minutes now yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, but some you, of them are under. A lot of them are under two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Yep. But I mean, I, another reason why people do that, though, is that the, it's like a whole way to fudge the numbers. Because say you put out a single, and then the album comes out fucking two years later, but that single's already popped off. And then that goes on the oh, album. Yeah. That plays right into the album stream numbers. So. Yeah, like that's, Mac did that with Savage. Like yeah. Savage was already out, yeah. and then it went on uh, the most recent album. Uh-huh. But, yep, yep, for sure. That's yeah. definitely why people uh, and, do it. And it, it's like the TikTok model. It's make a TikTok for seven seconds, and someone is accidentally going to play that ten times before they even go to the yep. next video. They, it, God, I think it's the same thing. They're like, well, they'll just it's only a minute, so by the time they get to the end, they'll probably play it twice just because it was only a minute. I am you know, so like, over this TikTok shit, man. Like, I, it's, I feel like it's making everybody so stupid. Like, it's, it's like you look around. evil. I mean, kind of, but like, it's like every like one person will come up with something clever, and then fifty mm-hmm. people will record the same exact video and like mm-hmm. try to pass it off as their own and shit. It's like, man, hey, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Polo Frost got went viral off Dude, again. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Polo. Yeah. I, I think it's some microcosm of psychology and, and, and it just like all the social media, right? But yeah. it, it plays. It's like whatever's the newest thing, like that heightens people's emotions to want to post on there the most. I think it just showcases itself the most. So you can get out of the vortex for a second and like just look at it as a regular person. You're kind of like, what the hell is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, for sure. Um, and, and you just really got to keep it in perspective these days. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to like, I mean, we're literally we're getting bored in our days and feeling down and then going to this thing that's totally unrealistic. It's only showing us like the most like fantastical, unrealistic versions of people's life. That's yeah, for sure. Plato's cave. <laughs> You're choosing what you, you want to see. <laughs> you know, so I, I think it's like more important than ever to just keep it in perspective. And, uh, <laughs> just laugh at it more than anything. You know? Yeah, I hear <laughs> you, man. That's definitely what you got to do with it. So. I, even myself, man, I find myself scrolling Instagram too much and I get like mad. I literally am starting to like now put my phone in a different room if I've got to watch like a show or a movie or something because i'll be like 20 Same. minutes in that i'm fucking staring at my phone i'm like damn it i missed all that shit <laughs> do you guys re-watch movies uh or episodes when they come out because you're dual tasking when you watch it the first time it's like hey did you see the new avengers episode and you're like <laughs> yeah but I, I only watched it once and yep. i'm on my phone and a zoom meeting so so until i watch it four times i really haven't digested it give me like another week <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's like, for sure that's that's 2021 uh, <laughs> yep. i think we all gotta take a step back and just watch you know i mean that's our attention spans better man. watch the episode you know, watch life for i'm notorious <laughs> for that i know that for a fact like, I, I am a notorious like phone looker while shit's going on tv so, yeah. um, you guys in, in pineapple express you know that scene where uh, they walk in and uh he's in there listening to music watching tv and i forget what else he was doing at the same time but dude it's something is like what the hell are you doing and uh now that's normal now, I, mean, now I mean yeah james franco was ahead of his time at the time at that movie <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i listen to sport i watch sports on tv on mute all the time with music playing you know what I'm- i do that with video <laughs> games so yeah. dude i get to the point where i'm just constantly plugged in and airpods are the worst because now you're just you're just Oh my you're god! You're just sucked in, dude. I'm, I'm. I gotta go to the store after this on the way to the studio, and I'm in my head like, should I take the AirPods out or leave them in? <laughs> I always <laughs> have mine in. <laughs> yeah, I go shopping with my buds and all this. Dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I live my life like 75 percent of my life is lived with here or headphones in my ears. <laughs> dude, I, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I'm going to sleep with them. I roll over and then I'm like, all right, I should probably take. Them. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And I've got a. I've been really remembering to like. I've been adamant lately about cleaning them off with like alcohol wipes because man, you can really fuck up your ears by wearing them shits too much. Dude, I feel like you're the only one. I could lie right now and be like, yeah, 
course I do that. I'm, I think <laughs> multi, anyone listening to this podcast, as soon as they hear that, is about is going to the bathroom and cleaning their hair. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. They get grody after Kimono, especially because I work at a brewery. So it's yep, like, I'm, same here. Yeah. I'm in the factory sweating and stuff. Yeah, and I got to clean so the bitches once a week. Definitely got to clean them. But anyway, yeah, bro. People, I, yeah, go ahead. No, go, I, if people were honest that the one thing they didn't clean during COVID, it would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, yikes. <laughs> That's for sure, man. All right, G, we about to uh, gotta, gotta let you go here. Yeah, we'll let you get over to cool. your uh, get across the bridge safely without talking to us and getting distracted. <laughs> no, 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 for sure. It sounds good, guys. I really, really, really uh, appreciate the call, and um, I've definitely been, uh, you know, list, listen to all the new drops and uh, – videos look great and, and all that stuff so uh keep keep on rocking and uh we'll get you that uh sounds like we owe you guys some merch so yeah um, yeah you do we'll get that over too <laughs> and uh we got some brand new um brand new rolling trays Ooh. with uh qr code for songs so if uh maybe you let us know what y'all favorite song is uh we could we could uh, send one of those oh, over. hell so, yeah okay. man we'll and, definitely uh, do that yeah yeah for sure all right Dado, so, good luck yeah, with everything bro every- thank you y'all Appreciate uh, it. All right, G. Uh, we'll talk to you, man. All right, later, y'all. Peace. Dude, we are running so bad on time right now. <laughs> yeah, that was we good. Were no, that's, no, that's, you know that's kind of episode I like <laughs> where we could honestly just spend the whole time on music. The new stuff is cool, but like, if we spend an entire hour and a half just talking about music, that's totally okay with me. <laughs> um, I guess the we can gloss over the quick news topics this week. Um, we got March Madness going on. Uh, Michigan is beating. Um, who the fuck is they? No, they already. Yeah, is they won. Over? They is won already. Yeah. yeah, Michigan's in the in the lead eight now. Cool. I had so I I have them going to the lead eight, and I think I have them losing next round um, because their star player is out. But yeah, man, they, they still beat, look really fucking good. Who did they beat? Florida State. Yeah, Florida yeah. State. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, and then Baylor... Speaking of Michigan, real quick, uh, Michigan's women's basketball team because they lost last yeah. night. They uh, they had to make an emergency landing in Ann Arbor. Uh, I guess there was some like a, they, the plane was flying through a storm, mm-hmm. so you know obviously you don't want to risk that as a pilot carrying passengers and stuff like that. So yeah, they had to make an emergency landing. Everybody's safe. Everybody's back. You know, back to school in Ann Arbor. So yeah, it's good. good. So that, that makes me that's, happy. I love seeing good news like that because you know there's too much of the bad shit going on. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk about this air, the the freight the freight carrier the evergreen? Let's save it because I feel like we could talk. Let's <laughs> That's save that gonna for next be a whole week, thing. We can talk about this for like a good twenty minutes. That, it's hilarious and uh, kind of a mindfuck. Andre Drummond, go, yeah, we can just kind of combine the last little bit. Andre <laughs> yeah. Drummond goes to uh, goes to the Lakers. Yep, yep. Ring chasing. I mean that all, but it's uh, the net. It's gonna be Nets Lakers. It's gonna be Nets Lakers uh, finals. Oh, oh, not Nets. Uh, yeah, Brooklyn Nets and oh, Los Angeles yeah. Lakers. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. Because sure. be. Brooklyn's Eastern Con—that's Eastern Conference, right? I want to yes. make sure. Yep. I thought so. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, that's that's likely. Mm-hmm. That's looking very very likely. You got Blake Blake Griffin went the fuck off. Like he's been dunking like crazy. Blake Griffin well, has not attempted pistons. a dunk since 2019. And he with did the it pistons. on the Pistons. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, um, little Nas X twerking on the devil. Yeah. <laughs> In movie and TV, they uh, Better Call Saul has been releasing some teasers. So I think that is going to be coming out pretty soon. Um, Emilio Estevez is talking about returning as Coach Bombay in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, the Young Guns 3. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, that was about all I had for movies and TV. Uh, Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier, I finally watched it. It's 
Is it fucking sweet? great, yeah. actually. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy. Shout out to uh, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. Like, this mm-hmm. is going to be a good show. I think it's probably only going to be a one-seasoner because, you know, they're going back into the movies yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, Snowfall was fire. Yep. Snowfall. To bring Aretha Franklin back up, there is a show on Hulu about her. Um, and it's there, so it's a series called Genius, right? Um, so each season follows a different historical figure. Like the first season was about um, Albert Einstein, and then this new one is about um, Aretha Franklin. And I want to see here. Oh yeah, it's got um, Cynthia Aviro, or yeah, Ervio, I think is how you pronounce her name. Um, who's been in The Outsiders. She played Harriet Tubman in the Harriet movie. She's fucking phenomenal as Aretha Franklin, and she's got a really good singing voice in real life, so she's actually singing the songs and stuff, so it's really good. Um, David Cross is in it. He plays uh, Jerry Wexler, the famous music producer. Um, Yeah, it's just a really good show. So it's um, season three, if you look it up uh, on the Genius series on Hulu. Yeah. but yeah, that is about it for Wait, that. on top of Little Nas X twerking on the devil, Little Nas X has a shoe coming out. A what? A shoe? <laughs> he has a fucking shoe coming out based on this music video. So I guess it's like written in like human blood or some shit. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going oh. on, man? That's weird. Oh, I missed an RIP, by the way. I didn't even see this till just now. But um, There's a bunch of RIPs. I didn't see that Paul Jackson, the uh, bass player from the Headhunters with uh, Herbie Hancock, just passed away at 73. So RIP to him because I love that. There was uh, the basketball player, too. Which basketball player? The one that we... Hold on, I'll send it to you. He passed away. Like, he was just in a March Madness tournament on Saturday, and then he passed away in a car accident. Huh, that's terrible. I, I, I just, I know I just sent this to you, like, two days ago. I don't know. I might have missed that one. Hold up. It's in our text thread. But RIP to him, and then actually there was a, yeah, there was a couple, man, to be honest with you. Like what? There's a couple RIPs. Who? Oh. There was a couple. That's what I'm trying to. <laughs> I, I put all this in a text thread. <laughs> Write it down for next week, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I guess that would be about all of. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that um, Wiz Khalifa's Rolling Papers just turned ten years old as well. Um, which I'm not actually a giant fan of the Rolling Papers album. I was more of a fan of mixtape era Wiz, but that was like the last like solid. Well, actually, no, Taylor Alderdice was fire too. Yeah. Like right after that. Yeah, that was good, but that was like uh, yeah, I guess that, was that a mixtape too though? I think that was a mixtape, wasn't it? That like, Taylor Alderdice was a mixtape. Something like, was right before you had Cushion Orange Juice, then you had Rolling Papers, and then you had that. Yeah. Well, I guess with that being said, give me one second. There we go, Oscar Frey, uh, Freyer. Uh, he was a grand, he was a basketball player from Grand Canyon. Okay. Yeah. Remember he played Saturday. He actually passed away earlier this week uh, in a car accident. That's terrible. Yep. Uh, that was one. And then the other one was four members of, I think he played for the Toronto Raptors. I, I'll look up the player's name, but four members of his family passed away in a car accident as well. Jesus. That's horrible, man. Fucking car accidents. Tragic. But um, since or, uh, since Dilo just mentioned it on the phone call, it just popped in my head to play it last. So without further ado, we'll end you here with I Do It For Hip Hop by Ludacris off Theater of the Mind featuring Nas and Jay-Z. Peace.
free emotion. My soul bleeds on the paper, heart screams with emotion. It's my daily devotion. That verses stay deeper than the ocean. So hip hop, you owe me a promotion. Yeah, I do a little boasting and bragging. What's all the commotion and nagging about? Cause I'm still the champ in the South. Cause rappers get in the booth and I keep dragging them out. Well, they fired in these pink slips, I'm handing them out. Cause this is theater of the mind. Consider it a sign of what's to come next. My money's just fine, bank filled with dumb checks. Terrorist threat flow, proceed to drop like Mr. Funk Flex. But I don't do it for the money, I do it from the heart. I do it with the beatbox, I did it from the start. I do it for the DJs, I do it for the charts. The fan go flow, Luda do it cause it's art. I do it for the fans, I do it on command. I do it for the front row, I do it for the stand. I spit it for the hood, I do it for the block. And since nine years old, I did it for hip hop. I don't do it for the cars and the fancy drops. I do it for hip hop. I do it for hip hop. I do it for hip hop. And I don't do it for the chains and the flashing rocks. I do it for hip hop. I do it for hip hop. I do it for hip hop. Oh, they say I'm so low key, I'm socially awkward. Only is who really know me, who I talk with. They smile in the light, hate in the dark You call it beef to me, it's just a f***ing walk in the park Cause you are who you are when nobody's looking That's who you are, so when the cash and the cars is gone The day after tomorrow, don't be axing the ball Ski mask it hard like the way you rapping your balls I could ride on you and whoever devise new endeavors I'm as live as a hive full of predators 20,000 different species of bees Some have poisonous stings, some just pollinate leaves it's like rap, some just buzz, some will attack, compromise they own life in fact 16 years since my first 16 part in the rest of my but i'm the best who ever did it i don't do it for the cars and the fancy drops oh uh, i do it for hip-hop yeah i do it for hip-hop oh uh, i do it for hip-hop and i don't do it for the chains and the flashing rocks why we do it kid i do it for hip-hop yeah i do it for hip-hop oh uh, I do it for hip hop. Hip hop started out in the park. We used to do it to avoid the knocks. I used to do it so the homeboy clock could get the fuck off my back while I knocked off these packs. I used to rap to impress my friends. To pass the time while I was getting in it. Just so happens I'm so illegal with the pen. They ain't want me doing anything illegal again. I lost a lot of dogs to these streets. I got Grammy Awards on these beats. Thank God for Cool Herc Without I probably would've got Merc Shout out to Grandmaster Flash and the Cavs And even Jazz Bum Hip Hop helped me wash my These other rappers couldn't wash my socks So I took the number one slot The real rap comes from my voice box Lord knows when I was on my clock I probably never would've stopped Thank God for Hip Hop I don't do it for the cars and the fancy drops for hip hop.